This is hard tackle. moment he hasn't scored in the final he has been the standout player in the tournament and after so much talk about Messi having not been able to do it an international to keep England alive and he doesn't and Italy are champions of Europe they do it in a shootout Alright, our talk of arms. Bless out for day. I record on a Sunday again. And I don't know where I record this from. If I record this from Maracana or where I record this from Rome, but it's definitely not home. <laughs> definitely not home. And two big, 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 big match play over the weekend. Them don't need no introduction. The man them on the panel don't need no introduction. Full compliment. Everybody there. But we're going to start with. With, with what fresh in our mind, um, the Euros final, that play today, and uh, the Copa America final, Argentina-Brazil, that play yesterday. So two, two great um, occasions, and we're going to listen for what everybody think about. And some of us happy Italy win. I think one of us. <laughs> yeah, one of us not so happy say, say, say Italy win. So let's start with that, brother. Matteo, all along he's been singing, it's coming home, it's coming home, and, and we are telling him, we are telling him, say, I know home, brother, I know no, home. It's stuck at the airport. It, it, it not even did reach at the airport, dog, <laughs> that's the thing. It need to run gone at Rome. If you listen to, 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 to Bonucci, straight to Rome there, and typical performance from Southgate and inside, um, Matteo, but just give your takeaways from the game, man. All right, bless up everybody. So, I was the one person on the pod that actually wanted England to win the Euros. So, I'm going to get into, I'm going to more look on the English side of it. I know everybody else go talk about how great Italy was, but I was very disappointed with England today. And the reason for that is, all tournament, one of the criticisms people always had of Southgate was that he's too, um, he's too, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here, what's the word I'm looking for? Him too, too conservative. Yes, that's the word. Too yes, safe. Too safe. Yeah, so one of the criticisms that Southgate had this entire tournament was that he was too safe, too conservative. He had the talent. He has so much attacking talent on his, on his bench. And he always chose to start out in a very safe way. It worked for the first, I would say, 25 minutes of the match. Italy, I mean, England pressed Italy up high and Italy couldn't, couldn't really come out of them half. But whenever you start with a back three, and yes, they got the early goal. I think that's probably one of the worst thing that could have happened to England. Forget that early goal there because he does know this guy is going to tell his players to sit back, sit back and defend a one goal lead. And Italy is an amazing side. They have their fuller quality. They have been unbeaten in 34 matches. The last thing you want to do with this team is to give them possession of the ball and try to say go defend out a whole match. But that's what England did. And of course, Italy made them pay for it. And then the second gripe I have with Southgate is 
you have all of that attacking talent. Your first idea of defending out the one goal lead, that gone. So now you have to try and win the match. Him still not want to try and win the match because he still made... Um, and he's never been in that kind of position. So yeah, so try and win a match from that from a losing position. Exactly. So him said, "All right, we couldn't we couldn't defend the one goal lead. So let's try defend the draw and try and and see if we can win a penalty." That's obviously what he did because you have man like Sancho, Rashford, Grealish on the bench, and he waits so long to put on those players, especially Sancho and Rashford, where you literally put on for them just to take the penalty, and you always know that. Whenever a player is coming off of the bench just to take a penalty, then they, they, they didn't play the match, really. They're, they're not in the rhythm of the match. It's very hard for you to just come straight off of the bench and but take I'll a penalty. But I'll go one further. You say they, they, they haven't played the match. They haven't played the entire tournament. So how are you going to put them into the spotlight, that position? Just you know like what, what it takes, what goes in between your eyes when um, you have to take a penalty shootout. When the shootout, they are going and Chung look over to me and say, yo, I don't know how the money I do this because the amount of anxiety we would have. And you're going to take two young ballers. Yes, them well-known Sancho and, and Rashford, but they are young ballers, one and two. They have not been integ- integral to the entire England um, competition. Exactly. And you put them in the spotlight like that, and that is where, that is where, and worse yet, you put the youngest, a teenager, to, 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 last penalty. to take the penalty where if he miss the that, whole, that, the, the, the whole is, country turn against him. Exactly. It, it, it was... I cannot fall so get for being defensive, you know. I cannot. But where it comes to these things where this separ- separate a little manager from a big manager. Yes. It, yes. Th- you cannot say in hindsight that this was not a mistake from Southgate. What, why did you take off Henderson? Henderson um, can't strike a ball so cleanly, but it's, it's a penalty. How clean do you need to strike it? And that is a player who have the experience, who have and the nerves, and the Champions nerves. Champions League final. Uh, exactly. Premier League winner. Why are you taking him off for him to not take a penalty to put on Jadon Sancho, who is a dribbler, not known for his shooting ability? A dribble, maga dribble pass, don't have room for the penalty kick? Come on. Come on, but continue, Matt. Yeah, so 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 that is the those are the two big gripes I have with with Southgate. The the defensive tactics way too early, and the the bringing on inexperienced players to take pressure penalties at that point in the match. That that is what I can say. But all in all, I think this still was a successful tournament for England. I mean, they reached further than many of the big boys, France, Portugal, all of those people knock out before England. So. They have a good quality group of players. I don't know, though, if they should continue with Southgate. I'm not sure that this kind of way of playing... Yes, it got them to the finals, but I'm, I, I don't think, I don't think they will, they're going to win anything anytime soon with, 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 with these kind of tactics. Unless him change a little bit, um, I don't see it coming on for England anytime soon. I respect for that, for that um, Matteo. And... I think Southgate is going to stay because after you're looking on social media and you're seeing two very big semi-final appearances plus a final appearance when last has England done that. So I think the, the inside the English camp, when they're looking at those quote-unquote achievements, him are going to stay because who are going to replace him? So, but Chung, make we hear um, 
your impressions now? Where the match left you with? Still left on a high? Uh, most definitely, you know. Most definitely. Um, didn't want England to win at all. And, you know, I got what I wanted. So my Sunday evening has already been made. Just need some, you know, some kind of frozen pastry to top it off. And <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's what I expected, you know. Um, except the that early goal from England that shook me because never expected that at all. Don't know what Italy was doing for sure to be open at the back post, just like that. Didn't expect that at all. So cool was the England for coming out earlier, you know, getting one. But that was the only shot on target. I don't know if you guys realize that for England and keep in mind that these guys are playing at home. Um, Italy had 62% position for the entire game. They had more shots on target, more shots in total. Isn't so it's what I expected from the game um going in. Um I don't know what Southgate did. I don't know where this man get this sub sub thing from. It's like this man just on the sideline just say, oh, flip a coin, put on the brother. All right, I take him off back, put on the next brother. And twice, bring, twice, isn't it? <laughs> twice, because he did it with Grealish and Grealish in the last game, isn't it? And bringing on fresh players to take penalty. And keep in mind, these players aren't even good penalty takers. So why are you even wasting that change to bring them on in the first place? Rashford, aka Trashford, to take a penalty, madness, brother, madness. So again, need to go back to the giant board. Our Come out of the class completely. So what do you think about the Italian performance? <sighs> other than other than that slip up early in the game, um, exceptional. Very experienced right. performance, brother. Very experienced performance. All right, bless up, bless up, bless up. Taj, well gone. Yeah, one of them you want to forward a room, and he reach a room. Oh yes, dear. Oh, yeah, oh, man. And, oh, the I, and I knew it was gonna forward that room. All right, so. From the beginning, I was never sold on England at all, nor Southgate for that matter. Um, I, I, I felt neutral towards Southgate um, because I see where I'm doing some common sense things. That's good. But otherwise, I, I, I don't understand some of these substitutions just to, to take penalty, as you guys mentioned before. But I wasn't sold on England because they were heavily favorites in all their matchups coming into this one including the the one against Germany because that German side was not the, a typical German side. That was a weak German side. So I always say that defensively, solid, of course, because they conceded what, two goals the entire tournament. But attack-wise, sometimes they look disjointed. Apart from Sterling, the Sterling-Kane connection, they look disjointed. Today, particularly, they started out with a back five. We knew what was going to happen. This was just going to be him trying to play for a penalty, for penalties, because that's essentially what it was. He didn't start with a, with a four, a back four, a, a regular attack in football, and then when he scored now, he revert to um, back five. He started with a back five, which means he intended for this to go on and on and on until hopefully the penalties and you would think that if you're playing for that, you will you will have some very good penalty shoot shooters um, who could have taken it across the line because Nard knows Italy never had any either. But nope, I, I don't understand the thinking of Southgate in this match at all. Now, with regards to Italy, 
there were moments in this match that I was unimpressed with Italy. To, to be uh, to be quite um, especially honest. the first half performance. It was it was the, in the first half, and and it's not because it's my baller, but it was literally only him I was seeing, and occasionally I see Insignia try and do something, but it wasn't his match either. But Kiesa was the only one I'm, I'm seeing. I see him run down at the flank and there was no support for him to cross in. And then he had a do-it-yourself moment, um, which if that did score, would be brilliant, but it didn't. And then, of course, in the second half, he had other moments. But then, of course, he had Kielini stepping in with some Maldini-type moves and, and Bonucci, of course, get the, the... So the other players stepped in in the second half and that looked more like Italy. But if Gareth Southgate had... I think Gareth Southgate could have won this match if he intended on attacking early. Um, and not just for that one goal. Try to get two or, two or three goals before halftime. Because Italy never looked... Never looked impressive to me in the first half. So... That's that's my honest take on that. Right, so deserve the winners, eh? Yeah, definitely. All right, Sample Man, we're not here from you yet. Say the best for last for the Euros final. You, what, what, what your takeaways um, from this? You, you know my outlook on football. It's about positivity. But when it pertains to the English management, I really don't think they should suck Southgate as yet because what are the options available, as Kadim would say? You know how much options. You know how you shine, Sean Dyche or whatever you want. You know how you another Burnley coach. Something, but he needs to have a pep talk when it comes to attacking. When he, when he, when it comes to having more faith in attacking options. Because, let's see the options. We know why he made the substitutions. He had faith in um, Rashford and Sancho for some reason that they could convert their, their penalties because obviously they would have trained for penalties knowing England's history in penalty shootouts. So, so knowing that they're not blitzers, they don't route teams, they would have trained and you would have known that Rashford and Sancho should, should have been confident and capable of converting their penalties. So we understand that. But at the same time, they waited until 119th minute to bring on these these two fast and young attackers. 119 minutes, just it, it it's all negative. No, no attempt to you, try and you can it. you can you can even counteract what Southgate has done and say flip it instead of it being something positive. It's negative because right then and there and the 119 minutes as well. You say when you bring on them two brother, everybody knows. Say all right then. If they miss, you know, I feel them fault, I saw get fault. I added pressure that yeah, I put on them, you know. If them did that start or come on earlier and take the penalty and even miss or whatever, we wouldn't be having this discussion. So why even and, do it? And in the in the in the past, in the, in the last part, Matilda and I would have been praising and Taji as well would have been praising Southgate. So Southgate as a human being, not, not as a coach, but we know traditionally the English fans are to, to describe it hooligans. So Southgate was a touch of class with with how he addressed the, the media. He's a, he's a good person. The game. He's a good yeah, person he, because he, yeah, he's a decent yeah. person. But leading up to the game, he would have made some 
comments about hitting back against some invaders and whatnot. I won't get into, into that political discussion because it's not that interesting. But but to put on, to use a 19-year-old as a last penalty taker, maybe he he was he, he, he was looking forward to the headlines tomorrow. But it, it's it, he himself would have missed a crucial penalty in a, in an English game. Should have should have known better. As a, but but, as but a there's a flip side to that with penalty shootouts. Is it is it always the coach who selects exactly. the order? Exactly. Because exactly. I'm sure Mbappe, Mbappe was the one who Mbappe yeah, was the Mbappe. one who told France that yeah, he wanted Deschamps, to take the last penalty. never disagreed. Right, but because yeah, but then the, that he would have, no, but you don't want to create a conflict in that exact moment, right? No, Moments no, before a penalty shootout. You have to fling, you have to run a man sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, but what if yeah. the man, what if he what if what if he, what if um him there say, yo, Henderson, more you take it on Henderson, boss, but don't feel like take it. Me no, me no believe right now. When are you, when are you, are you, I'm not, I'm not, obviously, I'm not there for the conversation. It's a hypothetical situation, but it does happen. If if you know that that happened, you still want to force Henderson to go and take the penalty while Saka saying, boss, me have a good season, I can't feel no, like I want no, take but, it. No, but so is that, is, is that flip side? No, but no, but that's why you're the manager. If, you if, know, if you know that, the... yeah, but if that happens, I, I understand what you're saying, but what I, I don't think Saka was the one who it, it doesn't strike me as the no, I'm yeah, guessing, it but it doesn't strike me as, strike me as the, the, the person who would, wise, so. who would come up and say, All right, yeah. boss, me wanted the last penalty. So it sounds to me like um, it, it was. If, you, if it's the coach, the coach's decision, Saka could have told him that, yeah, you know, probably not. Um, so I don't know. But I, I don't want, again, remember I said this man is a professional, 19-year-old boy is a professional footballer and these things happen. All right? You're, you're, these things happen. These yeah, things exactly. happen. So, yeah. No blame yeah. to Saka, you know. I'm not blaming, it, I don't think anybody here is blaming Saka. No one is blaming yes. I'm young, so I'm have time. I'm have time. Right. And I mean, yeah. but the what the biggest the biggest talking point was was definitely um the penalty where everybody penalty shootout and the choices that so get made where everybody went over. But tactically speaking, in the match, um, I think Sample touched on it. England really never set out for play their game that we know they can play versus Germany versus Denmark. Right, they really set up with that three at the back to nullify Italy. And one, they got the early goal, and two, they have the personnel to do that as well. It's not just the five um, defenders that he started with, he also started with two defensive midfielders in Rice and Phillips. So that's seven defensive midfielders. And fair to him, to Southgate and his team, I think he effectively nullified. Italy in the first half. I, I was asking Chung, where was Barella? I think um, Tajay was asking me, where was Immobile? <laughs> right? And I touch on Immobile. From in the group stages, I've been saying, yeah, Immobile is a half-decent striker, but the fluidity is not there. And you, you could have seen it. The moment he came off, I think either the 50th or the 55th minute, when he came off and uh, was Berardi that stepped in and pushed Insigne into that fast nine role, Immediately, immediately, Italy was more fluid. 
playing better. Kiesa was shifted on to the left-hand side where I think he got off a couple shots and target. Right? So, yeah. yeah. It's... I think I think, I think some of these lineups are just because them are... Um, they're, they're, they have the name. They're, 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 they have a brand and they just put them on. So, variety and the people that start because they are typically the starters. So, Immobile, variety... Yeah, but I think that's why they were chosen. It can't be because yeah, they were good. Our impressive. had an outstanding game, Tajay, but our tournament. Think, no, he has had yeah, a good tournament. tournament um, based no, on no, numbers, maybe so. not, maybe not. But at the same time, if he's not there, he definitely have a feeling it. No, no, I'm sorry. I never mean he was selected on the team because of that. I'm thinking, I'm saying that's why he always start. Those two always start because but, but, of that. But Kadim, you, you said something and... I just want to make something. I just want to make something clear. Um, in the previous pod, I said that England will lose this match if it comes down to a tactical battle between Mancini and Southgate, and that's exactly what happened in this match. After Southgate and England got the early goal, Mancini had to then switch up, change up his tactics, change up personnel. And it worked, and, and Southgate never had a response to that. Southgate's response was to sit back and try and just defend whether the storm till the penalty. And the, the thing plan with that... That's one plan. Yeah, he had the one plan. But saying all of this still, I know earlier just now I said that Southgate probably England will not win with Southgate. Southgate has a blueprint that can work. He just needs a little bit more... Um, tactical nuance with it. He just needs a little bit more. Um, it, it, yeah, he he needs a nose. He needs a tactical nose. To before you go on further, go before, on. before you go on further, if if Spain had won that semi-final versus Italy, and Spain played the way they played versus Italy in the final today, you really versus, think versus with, with with um, versus England versus England today in the final, right? So it yeah. would be a, a England Spain final. You really think? England so and England would have come out unscathed and won. You no. really think that? No, continuing playing this way. No, I am saying that he needs a bit more tactical nuance to to make the system work. But I do think that the way Spain plays with the with with, with the with as you call tiki taka, and sitting back, sitting back and defending in numbers and clogging up the the spaces that that Spain would try to 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 get into. It can work. It can work because if you look at the way the, the way teams have beaten Barcelona, especially under Pep in the past, it has been by doing that. Mourinho Inter 2010, those kind of um, defensive performances where you, you, you just... But you're just telling me the exceptions to the rule right there. Those no. are the exceptions to the rule. No, but you they, remember... They, they, those were, use that. No, those, those were the times that those exception. teams were... No, but those were the times that those teams lost. In, in big credit, those were the tactics that people used to beat. To beat um, yeah, but it's the, the, what, why I say is the exception is because it's few and far in between, yeah, because it works few it works, and far in between, yes, because see, Spain, like yeah, because the tiki taka system works very well, especially when you have the players that can pull it off. So you're gonna find few and far between times when those kind of teams lose, but the way the most those kind of teams lose is either. The negative tactics, sitting back, clogging up the space, or high, high, high energetic pressing like what Liverpool and Klopp 
would do. Those are the two ways to me you but, can meet a ticket. The problem is the problem is Southgate has options. Is 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 not like these are championship players. Yeah, that's it. That is the thing. That is the big um criticism. Why I would say them probably need for yeah. um cut ties with him, but you can't ignore that him get them to two semifinals and finals. That's that's all I'm saying. You can't really ignore. Yeah. No, I, I don't agree with the cut ties part. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why would they sack him? Yeah, I don't agree with the cut ties part. Why would they sack him? I don't know if he can evolve. I don't know. Because no, I'm saying if 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 they want to win, unless he changes something, because if he comes in the, ne- in the next tournament with these exact same tactics, they're not going to win. They're not going to win. They're going to fall short some way, somehow, then I'll go fall short. But so I don't think he's capable of improving tactically. And that is why I'm saying maybe. Yeah, that's a problem, I don't think he's capable of improving tactically. He's not 24. He's not 20. He's not 20. He's... He's 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 a man in his forties or forties or thirties, whatever. He's setting his ways. So if it's a matter of easy willing to change, or at least will his back, background staff compel him to change? So that's the thing. Getting to semi-finals and finals are nice, but history now go remember you for that. History like remembers the winners. Book, finals are for winning. Exactly. So if they want to mm-hmm. win, then maybe he, maybe they should cut ties with him. That's all I'm saying. Because I don't think him can, he will change enough for them to go all the way. All right. All right. So I think that's everyone's views on on the Euro final. I mean, we could have gone forever, but <laughs> we can't. But there's some other things for us to 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 get through, such as the Copa America final that played yesterday, Saturday night, and Argentina, Brazil. We don't know the scoreline. 1 0. Finally, finally, Bupina <laughs> Finally, the king has, has, has the crown for um, his national side. And I'm not saying this to say it to cement his position as the best in the world or the best ever because frankly if if it if if it takes messi and or 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 ronaldo to win an international trophy for you to say if they are better then something is seriously wrong with your reasoning agreed 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 so agreed, yeah. agreed. 1 million percent this change is nothing for me nothing at all no i personally want uh, Messi for winning. That's why I am so elated. Not for saying, ah, he finally, he, he, he have a trophy with Ronaldo. Nothing like that. Exactly. Nothing like that. You are but the if goal. anything, though, this one win, though, you know, you know he, he has more Copa America than Maradona and Pele combined. It's in this one win, and not just that. <laughs> in, in the final, he's, he's the only player who has ever had most, the most assists, most goals, and most Madden match matches for any tournament FIFA competition. Amazing so, stuff. Yeah, those are some athletes that I was shocked to find out. Yeah, just, just to reiterate what, what Kadim just said. We have been watching Messi play for seasons upon seasons upon seasons. We have been watching CR7 play for many, many, many years. If you thought Messi was a GOAT before this 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 winning an international trophy, then he has always been the GOAT to you. This this does not change. This should not change anybody. If you thought CR7 was a goat before 
and um, winning an international tournament should not change your mind to say that the other one that no Messi is to go. That's that, that's basically what I'm saying. We, we watch football, we see what they have done over the years. We see them talent, and if you have picked a goat before, you can't switch your goat just because one has now won an international trophy. That's that is my point of view. Simple as that. And just um, some observations that I got from this particular match. One, I remember today I was talking to the guys. I'm going to say, yo, I've never seen Messi so tired ever in the hundreds of matches when play for Barcelona as he was at the end of that Argentina game. And the stats actually proved it. He had 23 presses in, in the Copa America final. That was the leading amount for the Argentinian side. The only person that had more um, for the for the two sides was Casemiro with 26. Presses meaning when the opposition player has the ball, how often you got to close them down, right? Those numbers are similar with Messi when he was younger, eager, tiki-taka with, 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 with Pep. Now him do it and him are dead. Maybe that's why he was so fatigued, why he couldn't get off that shot um, versus Edison. And, no excuses. No excuses, yeah, but he's only I'm human. Bad pitch, but no excuses. He's only human, right? And Argentina got the goal early. Di Maria, this was Di Maria's final. He has missed all, if not most, of Argentina's final. And we're always hearing if Di Maria was here, it would have been different. And so said, so done. So they got the goal and early. And himself congratulated Di Maria, saying this is Di Maria's chance. Of course. This, this was Di Maria's chance of vengeance. Of course, of course. After Argentina got the goal early, we kind of assumed everybody that they would have been an onslaught from, from Brazil. But from a team, you don't just want to see an onslaught. You want to like say a controlled attack on the goal. And that's where it makes me kind of question um, Chiche. All he did was take off maybe defensive-minded players, I think Fred, Renan Lodi, and put on an attacking players, similar to what Santos did, uh, Fernando Santos. For Portugal, push the wing backs high up and not seeing any kind of fluidity from them. Just give it to Neymar, see what can happen. Give it to Firmino, maybe we can find a no look pass. And obviously, no kind of coaching. As when you looked on the Argentinian side, you saw it in the second half when the onslaught got even more from Brazil. They were targeting that left hand side um, for Argentina, which was Acuna, because he's not really a left back, he's a left sided player. And I guess because they, they needed him there, he was playing. And um, Scaloni realized that, and, and he, he replaced Acuna with Tagliafico. And you could see that they weren't really attacking the, the, the left-hand side of Argentina like that. And the determination, the grit, the saves from Emil, Emiliano Martinez that we saw in the finals, this is the exact same performances we've been seeing from the group stages. And that's why I've been trying to convince you guys. And eventually see the light. Everybody see the light. And I'm glad because, listen, this was not an easy performance from Argentina. This required, I like to say this, but this required a lot of struggling. Straight from Messi, straight down to, to, to Martinez. Winter. Like winter. Lots of winter. Yeah. And I mean, Brazil has been the most offensive side for the Copa. Where I expected goes a 1.92 per game. So they almost I know as the tournament, as the tournament advanced, Brazil seemed to be waning. Brazil, yeah. especially in the summer final, I noticed. Notice I've been such a summer final. Versus Chile. And the to the quarterfinal versus Chile and the semi final versus Peru. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the average expected goals per 90 for Brazil was 1.92. Round it up to two goals. And Argentina restrict, restricted them in that final to just an expected goal of one. They never get it. So all that huffing and puffing and everything. Argentina still stood strong. And yo, me and the entire Argentina support system, happy for the man. Like, we are winning this for you. We are winning this for you. And lastly, he posts a picture on one of them social media there with, I think, himself, Kun Di Maria, and Otamendi, and caption it and say, the old guard. And he's really the old guard. I think all of them have, if not more than 100, close to 100 um, international caps. And when you mix that with the new blood, like the two Martinez, them, Depaul, Depaul. Had, a, <laughs> had a monstrous game. Paredes, Christian Romero round at the back. It's, plus the manager, Scaloni, he seems to be knowing what he's doing and how to get the best out of the type of players that he have. Montiel and um, Otamendi had eight blocks and, and tackles in that game. Neymar couldn't really get a change out of Montiel. Massive game of Otamendi, in fact. Yeah, extremely massive, but continue job. Come, you know, say, I hear go at this too. I know you're happy for him. Go on. Yeah, I'm happy for him. But at the end of the, at the, end of the match, I was a bit, because you guys know, Brazil really, you know, but I want Messi win it. So loyalties, loyalties, loyalties were, loyalties were afraid. I didn't celebrate too much, I celebrate enough. It's, Brazil is just Neymar right now. Neymar and you have two great goalkeepers. You, you bring up um, goalkeepers. I just want to compare um, the the two. So Edison and and any other can can chime in, right? Just know because you know specific to, to the Copa final, where you have a keeper like Edison who is decent at shot stopping, but excellent as at distribution, passing, and so. And at the other end, you have uh, Martinez for for Argentina, who's not so good with distribution. Not so good at passing, but he's an excellent shot stopper. Now, that is what I want in a my keeper. That is what me want in a I mean, I need a keeper for really making a long passes like that with him foot or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Keep the ball out in it. Primary, isn't that their job? Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And that, why, why is Alison not starting? Alison, I think, and I think the world knows, is a better shot stopper than Edison. No, but can so if you if you look on yeah, the goal not, that no Argentina scored, yeah, Alison wouldn't wouldn't save the Maria shot. Alison wouldn't save that. He would have run out same way. Alison love run out. He would have run out same way, and the Maria would have loved him same way. But in terms of your goalkeeping point, Kadim, um, a keeper like Martinez would have never make it under somebody like Pep. So it it depends on your style of play that 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 you that your team is built around. Pep don't want necessarily you for be a shot stopping one you can be good with your feet and, and can set up attacking plays from your goal kicks or from, from, from your position at the ball. So it just depends on how you set up your team and what you want in your keeper. Yeah, completely. Completely, yeah, 100% I get that. Alisson was playing, you know, Brazil would have had somebody to blame because, as, as Matteo was saying, he would have run out and he'd have done something ridiculous. And everybody would be laughing at him. So if anything, he probably should have should have played because we could have blamed somebody instead of the, the, the entire team as to why Brazil Brazil lost. Sometimes you need to, you need that scapegoat. 
when you're going through abysmal, abysmal run-up games. All right, respect for that um, sample. Now, Taj, a year yeah. ago too. So, I got you. I'm not even going to ask you. Go on. Yeah, man. So, um, I'm happy for, for, for the GOAT, of course, that he won. Um, the title, a title that he was, he, he has been dreaming of ever since um, he won the Under-21 World Cup. He wanted a senior title, and we knew he wanted it more than anything. And I'm happy for him. And I'm happy too because Argentina is my side. But um, as you clearly reiterated um, earlier that this shouldn't change anybody's mind um, about anything. Um, not even the haters, I expect, um, to change their mind. I expect them to come with some other excuse now. This was billed as a Neymar versus Lionel Messi thing because neither of them have actually won a senior title outside of Olympics. I wasn't impressed with Acuna and Otamendi in the second half, in spite of what you guys are saying. Um, Otamendi has to understand that, yeah, he might get her with this in a South American competition, but if this is the World Cup where the referees... Um, control the game like a European style football competition, he will be sent off in no time. The thing is, you know, I don't think you can compare. I get what you guys are saying. I'm not negating it. It's just my my view. I don't think you can compare the style of tackling or refereeing that exists in Conmebol or CONCACAF or CAF in Africa versus UEFA. As Chung can eloquently point out, it's different standards. So yes, um, Otamendi is a bit aggressive and pressures a lot. It's and, violent. And, <laughs> it's violent. I'm speaking of violence. You hear me now? It's violent. Let's say in the in the semi-final in front of the referee, you know, and is 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 after realizing you know, a day after realizing you know, in front of the referee, you know. Yeah. And yeah. The man did it yeah. Yeah, so 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 Ottoman plays in in Europe, and yes, we see him aggressive in Europe, but not to this extent. So he knows what he can get away with. If we get what me I say, we now go see this world. I hope so. I hope you're right. I, I really hope you. I one million percent hope you're right. Yeah, because he does play in Europe. <laughs> yeah, man, of course, of course, of course. Road, yeah, man, I get what you Argentine say. I was bleeding, bleeding from his leg. Yeah, but that don't mean if you try to kill Neymar, dog. And not just that, Rodrigo the Paul. Yeah. yeah, but you're more at the, the ball. ball though. Yeah, De Maria and Rodrigo Rapal shielding at the ball. Usually I complain that as soon as as soon as the, the, the attacking player shields the ball, them drop down. But I was reminded what it means that I hear a ball, I hear a ball. Just 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 the hard tackles in in, in general. And not and not that every contact is a foul. And sometimes right. we forget that. Especially yeah. today with, with, with Sterling. I respect for that sample and and everybody. I don't know about Uno, but even for the Copa America, this the two tournaments very entertaining. I think the first Euro I watched was was Euro 2008, and I think I can fairly say undisputed that that this has been um, the best Euros. Uh, so so far, and even though the the Copa never have fans, the finals had a few fans. I didn't realize that fans were in the stands until 80, 80 minutes when I finally got time to cut to 
catch my breath because of the pace and the non-stop fouling. All right, Rister for that. Taj, one more match they play in a in a Copa, the third place. Yeah, let's give it a shot, a very short synopsis of what's going on. Yeah, man, this was a, a match of two halves. I think I thought Peru came out the better team where Lapadula had plenty of chances. He had the first chance and a one-on-one chance with the keeper. Completely wasted it. And um, he could have scored first and, and this could have all been a different um, match. But um, at, in the second half was when um, Juan Cuadrado and um, equalized and then of course Luis Diaz who is now the giant who was now the giant top scorer with Lionel Messi in the competition scored a brilliant brace um to put away and Colombia just showing that they are the more experienced team um, claiming third place but kudos to Peru for an excellent match as well all right, so I'm going to know if you're not happy or if you can hear it in my voice. If you're not happy, like how me happy, the Euro yeah. Championship is in Rome. I'm repeat, it is in Rome, not home. Osh Mateo and the English fans and the king, the messiah, magisterial as railed. So it's a finally have him trophy. And at that, we're going to end the pod on a high. They can't be no higher than that. You see me? Jamaica oh. will play tomorrow, 5.30, first match of the Gold Cup. On the, pre, the predictive lineup of up on the IG page, when I continue comment, see what I'll go on. Maybe we'll get the lineup per- perfect, but we're going to end up on there now. And until then, go and play some ball. This is some hard tackle. Whoa. Oh. This is hard tackle.